Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there with a special guest on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Kevin Bowen is part of the morning show on 107.5 The Fan. Kevin and Query covering the Indianapolis Colts for a long time. And KB, we've got some Colts football to talk about. Now, before we get into what we saw on the field on Saturday up in Buffalo, what's the latest with Jonathan Taylor off the field? Yeah, so the expectation is he will be back at training camp this week. Again, he was off-site rehabbing for, what, the past handful of days, past week or so. Uh, but I, outside of that, to be honest with you guys, I don't think much has changed. I think both sides are extremely dug in in their respective stances. I do not expect some resolution to happen overnight. Um, we are, I think, starting to reach points of, you know, Taylor's got to practice if he wants to be ready for week one. I mean, we're, we're less than a month away from the start of the season. Um, and I think at the same time, the Colts have got to do their due diligence in trying to see what trade market there is for him. Because if you don't want to give him an extension and he wants to be moved, you aren't in a position as a franchise to create some big statement. And, you know, we're on this side of the picket line. You know, you have to make sure you get a little bit of return on him if that's where this thing is going. But, again, I, I think the saga, while it's three weeks old or however long, probably longer than that, um, I don't think we are nearing a resolution. So you mentioned he's going to return to the team this week. Let's say Jim Irsay plays hardball, does not give him a new contract. Is Jonathan Taylor going to be the starting running back on opening day? Well, I think that's the health question, Hammer. I mean, that, that that's the one where – you know, if you start looking at a calendar and you think, okay, when would Taylor practice? Because he still has, I mean, he's still on the physically unable to perform list. He still hasn't been medically cleared by by the you know medical department to be out there. You know, that is going to be, I think, a huge part of this. Is you would think a guy that's dealt with this injury for you know nine months now and you know missed and had so many starts and stops the last season and missed six games that you would need multiple weeks, if not three or four weeks in order to be ready to go for the start of the season. Taylor is a guy that I think is, and all these guys are, but I think Taylor takes it to another level, like incredibly in tune with his body. And last year, I think there were moments where he didn't feel quite 100%. Maybe some guys would have pushed it. Maybe some guys wouldn't. You know, Now you throw the contract situation on top of it. I don't see Taylor getting out there until he's 110%. So given all that, that's where I think there is the element of his physical health that is, all, is another storyline with all this. Kevin Bowen joining us from 107.5 The Fan. So let's talk about the number four pick in the NFL draft. Anthony Richardson got the start for the Colts on Saturday, and it looked like he should have had a touchdown pass. I think that drop by Alec Pierce uh, was clearly on Pierce. That wasn't a bad throw by Richardson. Kind of a mixed bag, I thought. What did you see? Yeah, I think overall for his first start, I think he had to be pretty pleased. You know, to, to me, it was how he responded from the interception. Peyton Manning always has a great line of, like, you're going to encounter bad plays as a quarterback. You can't make those bad plays worse. Was that pick was his play? fault, KB? Because I saw no. Reggie Wayne giving an earful to that wide receiver after that play. Was that some sort of communication issue? Yeah, I think it was an issue with Isaiah McKenzie. He was the wideout that, that, that Reggie was, was kind of laying into. 
Um, but again, it's a bad play. Don't make it worse. You know, throw the ball 20 yards into the stands, hit the guy selling beer. Don't don't try and hit, you know, or don't think you can squeeze it in there and all of a sudden, boom, a Bills defender makes a play. Or just take a sack there. And, and I think that's just all part of his growth. Um, but I think what you saw is you saw him respond pretty well. He led a couple of promising drives. They probably both should have ended in points. I don't think his teammates helped him out very much. Alex Pierce had the drop, like you said. Matt Gay misses a 28-yard field goal. You had a big penalty in the red zone that kept you away from points as well. Um I thought he made a really nice throw over the middle, middle to Kylan Granson. You know, that's an area of the field where I think he struggles a little bit. You saw some inaccurate balls, a little bit more on the underneath. The ball he threw to Pierce way down the field, that is what we've seen in camp. That is him at his best. When he's throwing the ball down the field, he is really on target, nice arc, all of those things that you want to see. So, yeah, I've been kind of telling people, when, you know, people that haven't been out to Westfield to see the Colts train, have not watched Florida or didn't watch them last year, you pretty much got the full Anthony Richardson experience on Saturday in those three series. Some up and down moments, but if you're going to have the down moment right out of the gate, let's see how you respond. And I thought he responded pretty well from that. And I have to keep on reminding myself, this is a guy that, you know, that was his 14th career start, if you want to count that as a start, (laughs) dating back to high school. So, I mean, that's a very small number for guys, you know, typically at this level. Are you happy with the uh, offensive line play? Well, the starting group was a little better than they were last year in the preseason opener. Preseason opener last year was was ugly, and it was a precursor for what we saw. Um, Depth worries me a little bit. And, you know, I think something that you have to remember about the O-line last year, it's not necessarily a good memory. They were really, really bad, but they were also really healthy. You know, it, it, when you think about bad offensive lines, it's usually you're in, like, scramble mode. You're finding guys off the streets, and they've got no cohesion together. Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Braden Smith, your big three, they combined to miss just one game. That 50 of 51 games they were together for last year. So, you know, if you have normal offensive line injuries, that is what is concerning. I know O-line depth is not something that's easily achievable in the NFL, and it's hard to come by, but that is a group that if they start to have a couple of injuries, I think you could be in some dire straits. So, KB, what's the plan for this week? Game two of the preseason. There's only three games now, and the Bears coming to Indianapolis on Saturday. Is it still Richardson? Do we know if Gardner Minshew is going to get a look with the ones? Do we know any of that yet? Yeah, so... We don't know that yet. Tomorrow they'll have their final Colt versus Colt practice, if you will, at Grand Park. And then, like you said, the joint sessions Wednesday and Thursday night with with the uh, with the Bears. So I think some things to watch. You know, to me, Richardson has shown enough that you give him the reins early on. I, I know there's going to be growing pains and ups and downs and all of that. Who cares about wins and losses? And Gardner Minshew might lead you to two more wins. Whoop-de-do. All of it's about Richardson's development. So I think you commit to him now in practice. Again, I'm not saying that they will, but that's what I would do. And, and we'll see how that plays out the next few weeks. Obviously, the Jonathan Taylor watch continues. Does he talk? Does he practice? Any of those things? Um, that is something that I'm going to keep an eye out for. And then we should mention Darius Shaquille Leonard. Um, he did play on Saturday. It was the first time we've seen, hit, seen him in a game since last November. And really, I've been pretty impressed, impressed by the quantity of reps he has taken through the first couple of weeks here of camp and that he just played the game. Now I think we start to evaluate him on the quality of those reps. Does he look like his old self? Can he play a full game? Those sorts of things. I think are some areas to watch. What are you working on over at 107.5 The Fan? 
Yeah, I'll be out there for the final three practices of camp. So right there on the website, we've got camp notebooks every single day. Uh, two weeks from tomorrow is the big roster cut. So they've got 90 on their roster right now. you got to cut to 53, so we'll start to take a closer look at that. So, um, yeah, uh, that's what's up on the website right now. I want to set and the fan. KB, you're the best. Thank you. Always enjoy, guys. Thank you.